1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Radio family, good morning. And as always, I look forward to this time of the day to get the word out and talk about good people who are doing some wonderful things in our communities. And with that said, let me, Renee Vaughn, officially welcome everyone to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Heard here on our odyssey stations indeed great information to share and another wonderful opportunity to add the newest member of our community focus family and he happens to be the chief health equity officer with the north carolina department of health and human services victor armstrong my friend good morning how are you and welcome to community focus
3: I am doing well, Renee. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Absolutely. Well, thank you for the information that we're about to share with our listening audience. We have, since COVID-19 and the pandemic overall, have been talking about vaccinations. Now we additionally are adding booster shots. But what your purpose for our program today is to actually talk about vaccinations for our children. Something that is very something that's very important for our parents. And we have a large majority of them who listen to us here on our Odyssey station. So let's get this great conversation underway. My first question to you today, what do people need to know about the COVID-19 vaccine for children, particularly between the ages of five through 11?
3: Yeah, I would say the most important thing is for people to understand that children are at risk of getting the virus, just like everyone else. And, Mm -hmm. That the vaccines are important to, to get children back to safety, doing the things that kids love, participating in, in sports exactly. and being safe in the classroom, spending time with family.
2: That is so true, because uh, typically, Victor, and, and I can't speak for your age, but as, as someone like myself that's in their early 50s, I finally remember many childhood activities, and the majority of it was spent outside But then when we talk about the advent of technology and what kids are able to do, of course, the importance is their physical activity. And that really was probably something that just really just kind of shut things down for a lot of our kids because a lot of them probably were not used to being at home for an extended period of time. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: That's right. And they are are anxious to get... um, out of that isolation there. Very much so.
2: So true. Now, are the COVID-19 vaccines for children the same as the vaccines for persons 12 and older that they receive?
3: No. Children between the ages of 5 and 11 can only receive the lower dose of Pfizer vaccine. It's the only one that's approved uh, this time for children between those ages it's mm-hmm. it's actually a third of the dose that the people twelve and older get, okay. and there's a smaller needle that's designed specifically for younger children
2: and is that because of uh, shall we say the either the um, the immune system or because kids aren't fully fully developed as we as adults are?
3: well i'm gonna I'm gonna uh, try not to be too uh, medical as, I, okay. as I'm not a doctor I'm a pediatrician, and she reminds me all the time that I am not. <laughs> But uh, but, yeah, it, it is because children's uh, systems are different. Right. Um, children cannot tolerate the same dose as an adult. And then there's also you know, the, the smaller needle is designed for the fact that children, uh, you know, they, their bodies are smaller. I have I have a seven year old and a nine year old and both my kids have uh, have received the vaccination. Um, and right. so I appreciate the fact that, that there's a smaller needle.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And good point. And thank you for sharing your personal experience with that, too. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you say to persons who are still, and I know there's quite a few and probably some listening yeah. to our conversation this morning, who are, of course, nervous and understandably so about getting their child vaccinated or who think they are at lower risk of getting COVID-19?
3: Yeah, first, and and, and just as you said, I do understand it. I know that people are always nervous about um, things that involve the children more so than themselves. right? Uh, but children, you know, I do want people to understand that children are vulnerable to the COVID-19 virus, just like anyone else. And in right. fact, uh, pediatric cases of COVID-19 in the U.S. rose by about 240% during wow. the most recent surge. And uh, this vaccine for children is important to get them back to safely being yes. with their family and friends and exactly. doing things they love, particularly, particularly as we are uh, in the holiday season.
2: That is so true. Wow, that is quite an increase. And I just wanted to add this, Victor, as an aside. I say this jokingly, but also at the same time because of the importance of our conversation. Generally, like
0: call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: you and I were kids and we would touch everything and we touch one another, mm-hmm. kids, they typically can spread germs. They're like little germ makers or germ spreaders yeah. is the better term Absolutely. that I should use. So, yeah, this this really, like I said, I wanted to inject a little humor, but at the same time recognize the importance of this. Now, will children like us as adults have to get a second shot?
3: Yes, they will. They should receive their second dose of the Pfizer uh, vaccine about three weeks after their first shot. So, yes, they will need to get that second shot.
2: OK, excellent. And that, of course, will be over a period of time. Now, what are some of the side effects, if any, for children who do get vaccinated?
3: Yeah, side effects for kids are similar to adults uh, They may have a sore arm might have a headache and be a little bit tired and achy for a day or two. You know, again, both my kids got vaccinated. Neither of my kids had any side effects at all, Uh, but it does vary. So some, just like with adults, um, you know, it impacts people differently. But that momentary discomfort far outweighs the risk and the impact that we have seen from COVID-19 on children. Um, And again, the vaccine is the safest way to protect our kids.
2: Thank you for sharing it. Now, Victor, you shared a personal experience with your children. If you don't mind, I'd like to share one with our radio family. I recently got the booster, the Pfizer booster, and the only side effect that I had were some minor body aches for about a couple of days. Did feel a little bit sluggish, but outside of that, I have been able to function and do everything else like I normally do such as have great conversations with you here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. So, again, getting back to any reservations or nervousness that individuals may have. I think when sometimes for persons who may know you, whether whether, or rather, that's the word I should be using directly or indirectly, when you hear of someone who may share their own personal experiences, I think that may alleviate some of that reservation or hesitation to get it done.
3: Yeah, I, I totally agree. One one of the uh, strategies that we have used even in trying to, particularly in our black and brown communities, trying to get people to, to become more comfortable with the vaccine, exactly. if we have tried to really um, encourage people in those communities that have been vaccinated. Uh, trusted voices to really speak out and, and try to encourage family members, friends, and other people in their community to get the vaccination.
2: Absolutely. Well, I think I'll have time for a couple of more questions for the first half of our sure. program, Victor. Where can parents and guardians go to get their child vaccinated? I'm sure that's a very important question.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. And and because the dosage for children um, ages 5 to 11 is smaller, it may not be available everywhere, but Children can get vaccinated at uh, any location that has the smaller dose of fires available, and that includes local pharmacies like CVS, Walgreens, some grocery stores, Mm -hmm. and also some pediatricians and doctors' offices and hospitals will also have them. Parents can use the vaccine finder on our website, myspot.nc.gov, and that can tell you where the vaccine locations are. And if you need help making an appointment, you can actually call the North Carolina Vaccine Help Center at 888 Six seven five four six. I'm, excuse, I'm sorry. Eight 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 six seven five four five six seven. Uh, and they're open from seven a.m. to seven p.m. on weekdays, and eight a.m. to four p.m. on weekends.
2: Wonderful, Victor. And we definitely will share uh, that information again for the North Carolina Vaccine Help Center. And one more question. I'm going to be able to get it in before the break. Now, can families get vaccinated together? That's probably something that may also be of another major concern.
3: Absolutely. We have uh, family vaccination sites across the state so that every North Carolinian has a spot to take their shot. Um, And we we have uh, family vaccination sites located in eight counties, including Buckham, Burke, Forsyth, Lenore, Pasquotank, Robeson, Vance, and Wilson counties.
2: Excellent. Now, I have also received some additional information, and please feel free to correct me, Victor, that there's also family vaccination sites located or where families can go. One is St. Peter's Church and World Outreach Center, which is at 3683 Old Lexington Road. That site will be operating Tuesdays and Thursdays from 2 to 6 p.m. and on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So we wanted to add that as well. Absolutely. Wonderful. Well, Victor, it's like talking to a dear friend. Thank you so much for the great information. You're welcome that you have shared with us thus far. I'm thankful to say that we have a part two of the program. But let me quickly, Victor, before we go to break, say or repeat the information. The North Carolina Vaccine Help Center, again, is 888-675-4567. Open 7 to 7 a.m. to p.m. on weekdays and 8 to 4 on weekends. And you can also visit myspotnc.gov. Well, Victor Armstrong, the Chief Health Equity officer, try saying that 10 times real fast, (laughs) the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services, joins me, Renee Vaughn. And thank you, Radio Family, for joining us as the weekend edition of Community Focus will continue right after this. It is the weekend edition of Community Focus. We are officially back here on our Odyssey stations. Thank you for coming back, Radio Family. And thanks to those of you who may just be tuning in and joining us. Great conversation every weekend. With good people doing some fabulous things in our communities today or this weekend is no different. I have Mr. Victor Armstrong, Chief Health Equity Officer of the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services. We're talking about, of course, the COVID-19 vaccine and booster shots as pertain to our children. So, Radio Family, if you have young ones, sons and daughters between the ages of 5 to 11, this is the information that we have been sharing as we do continue in our great conversation. And thank you, Victor, for coming back with me for more of of the program. Now, picking up where we left off, the next obvious question, I'm sure, for a lot of our listeners, is the vaccine free for our children?
3: That is an extremely important question. Yes, the COVID-19 vaccine is free everywhere, regardless of insurance and immigration status. And for kids, parental consent is required.
2: Good to know. So, when is the best time to get a child vaccinated? Would you say?
3: Yeah, if you're able to, I, I would I would suggest that you consider getting your child vaccinated on a day when they could rest. In in case they do feel sore or tired, every right. child will be different. Talking exactly. about the, uh, you know, there, there could be a little bit of soreness because uh, uh, they could feel a little bit tired, and, yeah. and so uh, you may want to. Uh, do it when you have some time for them just to, to relax and get themselves together.
2: Absolutely. And the one thing that I w- I'd like to share, uh, Victor, and you probably certainly can attest to this as a parent, is it's it amazes me. And I think back to when we were children, that whenever we were either we had a sickness or recovering from something, our children recover, of course, it seems twice as fast, mm-hmm. if not quicker, than most of us as adults do and so, if we put it into that perspective as regards to the vaccine, as you mentioned, whatever slight side effects they may be, it's good to know that our kids can rebound from things such as this a little bit quicker than the rest of us can.
3: Yep that is that is uh, that's so true. And, and and also, you know, it's really important I think for, for for parents to consider that 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 momentary or that that little bit of time when they may feel a little bit out of sorts. Right. Um, it's totally worth it to know that you're keeping your child safe from this COVID-19 um, virus.
2: Absolutely. And if you're a parent that just gives you an even greater opportunity to show a little more TLC too to your babies. I love that. That's I right. love That's that. Right. That's now, now, Victor, let, let's discuss this for, for a few minutes. What is a COVID-19 booster
1: shot?
3: So the booster shot extends the effectiveness of the initial vaccine or the vaccine series Uh, The Department of Health and Human Services recommends that all adults, 16 and older, get the booster shot to continue to protect against severe illness, hospitalization, and and deaths from COVID-19 as we head into the winter months.
2: Absolutely, because I had an opportunity to also speak with, do you know a gentleman by the name of Cornell Wright? I do. That's my buddy. <laughs> that's my buddy, too, Victor. And Cornell did such a fabulous job. And I initially had an opportunity to speak with Ben Money as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when yeah, That's another buddy. Really. How about that? See, it's a small yeah. world after all. <laughs> it's a small world. <laughs> but let me just commend all of you gentlemen. Thank you so much for the excellent information that you've shared with us. Really, since the beginnings that we as a radio family and as the general public as a whole have been trying to get the accurate information because I have stressed this before with both Ben and Cornell. It's the misinformation that's probably leading to the hesitation of a lot of people either getting vaccinated or now adding the booster shot along with the vaccine. And so I just appreciate everything that you gentlemen have shared with us thus far and we were sharing experiences earlier. If I can add another one, I mentioned, I think I did. If not, if if I repeat myself, please forgive me, but I recently got the booster shot. And I remember sp- specifically the pharmacist telling me before he even injected me with that booster that it was going to be at least seven times more potent than the original COVID-19 vaccine. Now, I got the Pfizer is the one that I chose mm-hmm. to take, but like I said, outside of having a couple of days of body aches, I I've been feeling great. I've been feeling yeah, feeling yeah. great, absolutely. Well, I,
3: I actually I actually received my booster and my flu shot same day, same arm, and aside from a little bit of soreness yeah. at the the site of the of the uh, vaccinations. Uh, I was fine. I had I had no side effects, but that was, you know, that was me. Everybody's a little bit different. Exactly. And, uh, and
2: thank you for adding that, too, because I also did something similar. I waited maybe about four or five days between the two. But, yeah, I went ahead mm-hmm. and got my flu shot as well, because I'm glad that you mentioned that as we head into the winter season. Even though yeah. there is this importance of talking about COVID-19 and the booster, I think we have also maybe – Kind of put on the back burner the fact that this, as it's always been every winter, this is the height of flu season as well. It is, yeah, it is absolutely.
3: It is. We didn't see as much, see uh, as much of the flu last year, but primarily because everyone was masked up last year. Exactly, and people have uh, started to relax a little bit on wearing the mask. Right, and people are not isolating quite as much as they did last year. Very but true. We do need to be very careful about. Um, the, the flu virus in, uh, this season.
2: Very good point, Victor, and thank you for mentioning that. And let me take this opportunity to, again, say thank you, Radio Family, for your wonderful company and, of course, the wonderful company of members of our Community Focus family. Today it is Victor Armstrong, the Chief Health Equity Officer of the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services, as we are engaged in wonderful conversation here on the weekend edition of Community Focus heard on our odyssey stations my next question victor who should get their booster shot
3: so everyone who got the the j and j the johnson and johnson vaccine should get a a booster two months after the first dose and those who receive the pfizer and moderna vaccines should get their boosters uh, six months after they get the second dose uh, for teens, 16 or 17 years old, they can only receive the Pfizer booster, and parental consent is uh, is required for that. Okay. For but adults 18 and older, they can right. get any brand. Uh, you can get a booster uh, practically anywhere that COVID-19 vaccines are available. Mm-hmm. Uh, the booster doses again are free for everyone. No insurance or doctor's
2: note is needed. Wonderful. And Victor, let let me add too, because I I don't know, I can't speak for you, but sometimes I forget things when it comes to dates, when important events such as this mm-hmm. take place. The nice thing is that when we originally got the vaccine, they uh, most uh, places wherever we we got the shot gave us those little cards that actually had the date of the original COVID-19 vaccine, whether you got the Pfizer or the Moderna or the Johnson & Johnson. So, Radio Family, just as an aside, if you are like me and have that brain lapse, which is becoming more frequent at times, it seems for me, it's good that that we have that card that we generally should have on our person wherever we go so that we can have an accurate in terms of of time lapse as when to get that booster shot.
3: Yeah, and we also have um, a a booster eligibility quiz on our website that will help you determine if you should get a booster. That's it, um, at myspot.nc.gov, myspot.nc.gov, uh, so if you're not sure, right. you can take the booster eligibility quiz and they'll let you know if uh, if it's time for you to get your booster.
2: Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I may have you repeat that, too, as as we get towards the end of our conversation. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this next question. Are there any additional recommendations we should be aware of for all three booster options?
3: Uh, yeah, as always, if if you are unsure if you should get a booster or if you have any additional questions, we always encourage you to talk to your doctor, your nurse, your pharmacist. They can provide additional support.
2: Excellent. Now, if I can ask this, Victor, just as an aside question, because uh, earlier this week, I actually had an appointment with one of my uh, health specialists. Actually, he's a nephrologist, my kidney doctor. We'll use the common terminology. But one thing that I find myself when visiting my doctor is to share that information. I'm just asking from you as a medical professional yourself. Of course, communication definitely is key when we speak with our healthcare providers. The importance of letting them know that, hey, I recently had whatever vaccine or booster shot before they make their next doctor visit. What do you recommend
3: yeah I, I do advise and for a lot of uh, i know for my for my position, I'm able to go online and upload my information um uh, to my uh my uh, what we call my chart oh great um so right. I do advise people to let their physician know it, it's 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 always good to let your primary care physician know or any physician exactly. that you see know what what vaccinations and medications you've you've taken right. but it also uh provides one other place where that medical information is recorded. Um, you know, we encourage people to keep up with their with their cards, uh, but it's also good if your if your physician has that in your medical record because you know that that information is always going to be there.
2: Absolutely, and secondly, too, of course, to add that that information is strictly confidential between you Absolutely. and your healthcare professional or your primary physician. And I think the importance, too, Victor, is that when they have that information, especially for those of us that are also taking medications along with the vaccine you know we want to make sure that there are no adverse or unusual side effects that our bodies may take on once we get the vaccine or the booster shot
3: and who could tell you that better than your physician
2: exactly exactly and of course let's also you know keep in mind that the best person who knows about you is you so if there correct. if there is anything radio family that we could continually stress is the importance of having that open communication and, and dialogue with your primary yeah, physician. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, Victor, I
3: would, you know, and I would say I would say too, as much as we, um, you know, and I and I am totally uh, confident that medication is is safe yes uh, but you know it, it, with any as I would say with anything listen to your body it's exactly. something about your body you Thank you feel for right that. Cause it may be something you're acting to that doesn't even have anything to do with the vaccine exactly uh, but that, that may be a trigger to let you know something is going on so Good point. Uh, always listen to your body if you have um, any concerns contact Very your true.
2: And another thing too, Victor, and this just kind of popped in my head. Things have a tendency to do that with me from time to time. you were we were mentioning earlier, especially as folk are trying to get back to not the old normal of of things before covid, but because we are, particularly when we think about where we are at this at this time of year, not only the holidays but really basically saying goodbye to twenty twenty one that Mm -hmm. more people between Thanksgiving and with the uh, Christmas holidays coming up are getting back to feeling a little more comfortable with traveling. And of course, that is also very important, whether you're traveling across the United States or if you have plans to go outside of the country. And the importance of knowing what the guidelines are for COVID-19 vaccines, if you are in another state, Or if you are in another country. So that's something that Radio Family, you may want to look into for many of you who are making those plans to travel between now and the end of the year. Definitely. Now, let me see, where am I in terms of my questions? You have just done a fabulous, marvelous job, Victor. Here we go. Where can North Carolinians in particular get their booster shot?
3: So uh, you can get the, the booster anywhere that COVID-19 vaccines are available. and uh, You don't need a doctor's note to get a booster shot. Okay. Um, you do need to know the dates of your, your vaccination and confirm what brand you got originally. And I know right. we talked about that earlier. That, yes. that card will have that information on there. And if you if you have more questions, though, we do encourage you to call uh, the NC COVID-19 Vaccine Help Center. Again, at 888-675-4567. Or you can visit... MySpot.NC.gov, MySpot.NC.gov.
2: Excellent. Now, did I ask you which booster should a person get? Did I skip that question?
3: Um, I don't think you asked me that, but people um, are now able to get any brand of, of the COVID 19 for their, for the booster shot. Some people may have a preference for right. the vaccine type that they uh, originally received, mm-hmm. and others may prefer to get um, a different booster. I got Pfizer for both both of mine. Same here. Uh, but there, there is limited evidence that suggests that booster doses of one of the mRNA vaccines, that's mm-hmm. Moderna or, or Pfizer, are more, uh, you know, they more effectively raise the antibody levels than a booster dose of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Uh, but as mentioned, speak with your your healthcare provider if you have any questions about exactly. which booster is right for you. But you can you can get any one of the three.
1: Well
2: that's great. And thank you for mentioning that too, because I think that was another concern at the time for many people. You know, let's just say for instance someone got a Pfizer but they preferred to do the the booster with the Johnson and Johnson or the Moderna if there was gonna be a problem with mixing. Those two. So, thank you, thank you for bringing that point up. Now, before we wrap up, and boy does time go by fast when one is in great conversation. Is there anything else you would like to add?
3: Well, first, I just want to say thank you so much for allowing me um, to be here today to discuss thank the importance you. of getting um, kids five to eleven vaccinated against COVID nineteen, and to discuss boosters. Um, it is it is always a pleasure to be able to share information that Absolutely. I think will will help um, people in our communities. Yeah. Um, And it's especially um, uh, good to be talking with you today. Oh, thank you. But I just want to let folks know the vaccines are safe. Um, If you and your child are vaccinated, wonderful. Uh, If not, I encourage you to get vaccinated. If you got your first dose of Pfizer or Moderna vaccine, make sure you go back and get your second dose so that you are protected against COVID-19. And encourage someone you know to get vaccinated. Offer to help them. Uh, And you can help them find a convenient location at myspot.nc.gov. You can offer to give them a ride or simply share why you chose to get vaccinated. People trust people that they're familiar with. They trust those trusted voices. If you're not vaccinated, don't wait to do it. Don't wait to vaccinate your children either. And then once again, um, I do invite everyone to visit myspot.nc.gov. Call 1-888-675-4567. For more information about safe and effective COVID nineteen vaccines. Thank you so much for that.
2: You are so welcome, Victor. And in before we do officially wrap up our the weekend edition of Community Focus, it really makes me reflect, Victor, of where we are in terms of when we first heard about this pandemic, when we were first yeah. Yeah. generally and basically introduced to COVID nineteen, and we were at a point in which individuals were starting to get vaccinated. It was initially our wonderful senior adults that were in Mm -hmm. that high-risk group or persons with any pre-existing conditions such as diabetes, uh, perhaps high blood pressure, whatever the situation happened to be. Then it kind of shifted into the general public and now we're shifting the focus yet again on the importance of our children getting vaccinated. And so, again, I just want to thank you. I want to thank Cornell. So please pass this on to both Cornell and Ben, uh, the wonderful job it. that you gentlemen have done. And we know that every day there is likely going to be new information that becomes available to us. And we cannot yeah. emphasize enough The importance, Radio Family, if you have questions, go to someone reputable like a Victor Armstrong. Go to a reputable health website or however you gather your information on learning more about COVID-19 or learning more about the booster, especially as it regards your children because everybody's safety is a priority for all of us. So, Victor... My friend, just keep doing what you're doing. Now can I ask how long have you been the chief health equity officer for the Department of Health and oh, Human
3: Services? Yeah. You know what? That's a that's an <laughs> it's interesting question. This is a brand new position. I was um I was director of the division of mental health up until October first. This is a brand new role. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm I am the first ever Chief Health Equity Officer for the the the, the state of North Carolina for the Department of Health and Human Services. So it's an inaugural role. Uh, I am I am extremely um, I feel extremely blessed to be in this role. I'm extremely excited about it. Um, So we'll have to we'll have to uh, spend some time to talk more about this role.
2: Oh, absolutely. And then see what you did there, because I always like to leave an invitation to return for a future program, because you you know me, my friend, and we were talking about this before we even got on air, is that, you know, on this program, there are never any goodbyes just until never. next time. So I look forward to that next time and getting more in depth on on your role. And I can't think of a better person to fulfill that role. So congratulations to you, sir.
3: Thank you. Thank you. You're so,
2: much. so welcome. And thank you, radio family. I know there are wonderful things that you are continuing to do in our communities as well. Please keep up the great work. And again, we just want to make sure that you have all the information that you need, starting with the vaccine finder at myspot.nc.gov. And if you need to make an appointment, you can certainly contact the North Carolina Vaccine Help Center That number, again, is 888-675-4567. Again, the operating hours, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. And on the weekends, they're also available for you between the hours of 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And it has been a pleasure, indeed, to talk with the Chief Health Equity Officer of the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services, Victor Armstrong. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, my friend.
3: Thank you, Renee.
2: You are so welcome. And thank you, Radio Family. You're great and fine company every weekend. I know you're doing some great things in our communities as well. Keep up the great work. And indeed, until that next time, we will officially wrap things up here. You have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Please, of course, I always say this with sign-off. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of this weekend.
1: Take care.